0: I believe manifestation with all my heart, but it it includes your mind and your actions in alignment. And that's where I struggled for so many years is, okay, I've done the thing where I just pray constantly and then nothing changes. And then I've done the thing where I strive so hard and I put all my efforts and action into it and then nothing happens. And it's not until the two like meet where like radical change happens, I feel like.
1: Hello and welcome to The Foster. I am your host, Angel Foster, and today we have a very special guest, Savannah Morris. Hello, welcome to the podcast.
0: Hello, I'm so excited to be here.
1: (laughs) How are you?
0: I am so good. How are you?
1: I'm good. It's been a busy day, but like this feels like a little reprieve, um, like a break from editing, and so I'm just very grateful to have this moment with you.
0: I love that. I know. This is like the end of my day. So what time is it here? It's like 4.30. No, it's 5.30 here. So it's like end of my workday, beginning of like the funness. So I know we're in different times. Yeah.
1: so. (laughs) So could you just give folks a little bit of backstory on you? Like, what is your story? How did you come to the work that you do? Like, tell us all things, Savannah.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to try not to ramble too much because I know I can try to squeeze the entire 25 years of my life into too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Savannah. I'm the owner of My Retreat, which is a jewelry and journaling company. And really, overall, it just really encourages mindful living. And how I got started with that is in 2019 after graduating college and moving back home, I really got pressed with the stressful realities of post-grad life that I don't feel like anyone prepares you for. So in that season, I moved back home and I was really struggling to find a job. And I felt like I wasn't going to have any issues because I had all the internships, I had all the prereqs. um, And, you know, life had different, different plans than I did. So in that season, I really started to learn, you know, that I put a lot of my confidence in my achievements. So I started to struggle with my self-identity and it wasn't until I really decided to do something for myself where I said, okay, I'm just going to work my part-time jobs, but I want to start doing things that I like. Like who am I? I don't even know who I am at this point. So I decided to pursue making jewelry. I literally watched some YouTube videos and then I ordered a couple um, things off Amazon and I was like, okay, well, I'm I'm just going to do this for fun and I started making jewelry and then I opened an Etsy account and it was one of the scariest things I did because I felt like such an imposter, like who am I to make jewelry? Um, And fast forward three years later, I've sold, thousands of pieces of jewelry. I've gotten a lot better at making jewelry and um, it's really kind of progressed into a mindfulness company as well. So I have journals that you can download. I have free journal downloads as well as more intensive courses that you can be a part of. But really, I just wanted to incorporate the mindful living part of things because that truly is my heart behind my retreat is getting the most out of life, figuring out your passions. And I think so much um, comes from those seasons of desperation. I really think retreat was birthed in like a season of discouragement and I saw me glory as my retreat. So that's where the name kind of came from. So
1: I love that. I was going to ask where the name came from.
0: Yeah, that, that's what- a season of a lot of confusion.
1: So I feel like people don't talk about that enough, especially like our generation. Like we were I feel like right before people were like, you actually don't have to go to college to achieve your dreams. Like a lot of like I feel like college was still pushed so heavily on us. And so when I graduated, I, I remember going to Waffle House in Nashville and seeing someone who graduated like two years before me, like being the manager at Waffle House. And I was like, wait, you have the same degree I have and you're working at Waffle House? Like, what? what? And so I definitely did not feel prepared at all for post-grad life.
0: Yeah. And I hear you so much. And I think that's one of the reasons it slapped me so hard in the face because I was like, Oh, okay. I've done all the, you know, I checked all the marks. Like I went Mm -hmm. to college, I had the internships. I I should be able to get a job surely. And then here I am like on Indeed applying to absolutely everything. And you know, Waffle House was starting to look like a good option for me too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So how did you even come to jewelry making? Like deciding like this is the thing you wanted to hone in on because I feel like at that point maybe like you had other interests so like what made you choose jewelry specifically
0: yeah that's a really great question and I wish it was like some deep meaningful answer but really it was I didn't even really wear jewelry that much it was just one of those things that I felt like I could do I I mm-hmm. like the idea of jewelry and I watched a bunch of just different YouTube videos. But I think, like, ingra- ingrained in my subconscious mind is I used to make jewelry with my stepmom growing up. So when I was really little, it was, it was something we did together and it was, you know, just good vibes all around it. So I think deep down I knew, like, oh, it's a calming thing for me. And that's really what it became. So I, th- I think it just kind of resurfaced in that season of, like, oh, I need something to calm me down.
1: I love that. I love, like, thinking of the things we do now and then finding the little traces like in our childhood or whatever. We just never, you never know what is preparing you for the thing that you're doing currently. And so I just find that so beautiful. But you've added on another aspect to your business recently, right?
0: Yeah. So that's the, the journaling aspect of it all. And whenever I launched my retreat, I really didn't know where it was headed. You know, I, I knew I, I liked the jewelry part. And at that point, I didn't know where I was headed at all. I didn't really have a job. I was a lifeguard. Um, but it was something that I knew that I had a deeper heart behind serving people. And I really just wanted to provide something that I could have used in that season of uncertainty. And one of the main things that have really helped me become more confident, achieve my goals, really find fulfillment in life is journaling. And I think when we hear that, we think of, you know, a diary that somebody you go home and you write like, Oh, Jake texted me today. And it's mm-hmm. it's different than that. It's an intentional way to reflect not only on you know your day but who you are as a person and then really kind of start questioning who you are so yeah i've added on the journaling aspect and i think everyone can benefit from it and i think if you you know invest your time and you're serious about change it's a wonderful like first step
1: i think you're a great example of that quote where it's like launch fast and then adjust like not mm-hmm. getting too hung up on the details because i feel like the details keep a lot of us immobilized and Keep us from moving forward and just being like let me just try something and I think you're like the perfect example of that because you can figure it out along the way like it doesn't have to be so set in stone
0: I I really really appreciate that
1: definitely I wanted to ask you what have been the changes that you've noticed with journaling and like having a consistent practice with that
0: yeah that's a that's a really good question overall an increase in like my mental health and overall happiness and a sense of accountability. So I used to be that person. I don't know if you can relate, but by nature, I'm such a big picture thinker. So if you're like, Sabina, what do you want this to look like in 10 years? I can take like and half an hour and I can have every single thing laid out. But then you're like, how are you going to get there? So I, I really used to struggle with how do I make the big picture a reality? And journaling has been kind of that bridge for me. So I'll have like a bigger goal. And then I can see with journaling, okay, why do I really want that? Do I truly desire that? Or is that what society wants me to do? Okay, that's actually one of the things that I want to do. How am I going to do it? So it really helps me see things big picture, break it down practically. And and then you start seeing it in your day to day life, you start celebrating the small things and you see it in your relationships, they're they're growing deeper. And of course, it's it's like anything, you know, it takes time and it is a practice. But I, I'd say
1: that's the big one. You spoke to something that I've, I've been seeing just becoming consistent with Pilates like in every other area of my life it's like slowly starting to get better and I heard people say that like if you just focus on this one area then you'll notice changes in others but I didn't really like fully believe it but I think committing to something shows that you can commit to some like commit to things in other areas and it just makes you like trust yourself more and build that self-confidence that that's really dope I've been trying to get consistent with journaling for so long and I just have not do you have any tips for people um to help get consistent with it no
0: that's a wonderful question because definitely I have been like journaling quote-unquote for years and it has been so inconsistent. Probably. Um, up until the past three or four years, I've really kind of like honed in on my practice, but just like everything else in life, my biggest advice is to just start so, so, so small. So like if you are wanting to start journaling, literally like get a cute journal, whatever works for mm-hmm. you, get a pen that you love. And then every day, just like write one thing that you're grateful for. And then the next week, write two things you're grateful for, build that list up to three things you're grateful for, and then like stick that out for a month and just keep adding to it. And then I think it'll just start becoming another habit for you. So just start super, super small. And then before you know it, you'll just be doing it like brushing your teeth.
1: (laughs) I'm all about starting small. Are you familiar with like atomic habits? Yes.
0: uh, (laughs) Radically changed my life. Such a good book.
1: Same for sure. Same. So you have this business, but is this like your full bread and butter or do you do you gear your income from anywhere else?
0: Yeah, so I actually have a full-time job as well. I work nine to five, but I work remote. So that is one of the amazing things about the world that we live in. So that is also kind of part of my story is um, – and my, one of my encouragements to everyone is just kind of trust the process and follow what feels good because when I went in for the interview – so I had started retreat in 2019 and I just decided, you know, I'm not going to apply for any more jobs. I've applied for literally over like a hundred jobs. I need to just, you know, take my little retreat and, um, take a break for myself. And then somebody reached out to me for this position and I thought it was a joke because it was absolutely everything that I was looking for. Um, oh, wow. I went on the interview and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to take it. I don't know. And then I just... I had a gut feeling that it was 100% in, a, in alignment with me. So I took the position. And then it was kind of like, I want to move because I was living at Kentucky in the time. So I really didn't know I, I really wanted to move and then COVID hit and we went remote and then they allowed me to move. So um, yeah, so just trust what feels good and you'll end up where you need to be. But anyways, back to your question. <laughs> yes, I have a remote <laughs> and I work um, my own business as well. And I think You know, it can be a lot at times, but I think, again, like learning to celebrate the small things and not being ashamed of your side hustle and letting people know about it is like the number one piece of advice I could give to anyone is to communicate what you're working on.
1: I definitely struggle with that like the self-promotion aspect but I think I mean I just want to speak to you a little bit so like you reached out to be on the podcast with like this such like a beautiful email and I was telling you in our call yesterday like I didn't even know that was something you could do like I didn't know you could pitch yourself to be on other people's podcasts or like really you know put yourself out there and promote I'm hoping that this can be like an inspiration to other people who you know are working a 9 to 5 but maybe cuz is your goal to get out of your 9 to 5 and like eventually make this your full-time business or do you think you'll kind of always like do both
0: if anybody's listening to this for my full-time job this is alive <laughs> no definitely <laughs> I definitely want my retreat to be my full-time job and I'm not ashamed to say that if the people that I work with this well um I think they know that but it definitely is my goal to you know have this as my full-time job but there is something so great about having that stability I feel like of Yes, and 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 I do work for a company that I am proud to work for and they're very flexible and and different things but I don't know it would I think the time commitment is a lot though (laughs) because I know yeah you have a full-time job as well so you yeah (laughs) to that so how do you how do you like balance the two
1: I was gonna ask you that (laughs) (laughs) Samantha I'm like, give me tips. Um, My job isn't so structured as like a nine to five, which I'm really grateful for, because like working for an influencer, like some weeks can be really light, but then some weeks can be really intense. Like we're going to New York uh, next weekend or one of these weekends coming up. Um, So that's gonna be really, really heavy. And obviously, I don't think I'll have like much time to do anything for myself. But I think in the free moments, like knowing, knowing that I have that coming up, I'm going to be going a little bit extra hard. So making sure I have content prepped or whatever it is like already done in that way, yes. I can be able to really really show up for my job and so i would say for anybody like working because i worked a traditional nine to five before this i would just take advantage of like all my free time so like weekends like right after work and then before work which can be a lot but i think you just have to see like how bad you want it like and just keep that like the front of your mind like i don't go out a ton um mainly to save money but too like i i just keep my goals at the forefront of my mind and i think the fall is such a great time too for like going hard on your goals because people are like traveling like you may have friends traveling or i don't know people just seem like more chill during this time of year like after the summertime so i feel like this is a good time to like refocus and it's like who do you want to be next year so i think this is a good time to like reevaluate your goals and like go extra hard on them
0: yeah no i i'm like shaking my head like my head's gonna fall like <laughs> you so much no it's so true and i think you know, as the seasons change, we, I believe that anyway, as the seasons change, we change. And I I was listening to another podcast, I forget Mm. what it is, but she was talking about, she was like, journaling is such like a winter thing. You just want to grab some wine and journal. And I'm like, yes, that's so.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes.
0: (laughs) You know, you're thinking about who you want to be in the next year and what you were saying, of you know, not going out and things like that. I was listening to, do you know who Mel Robbins is?
1: Yeah, I love Mel Robbins. Yes,
0: I heard something from her the other day and it was so good. You know, um, a lot of times we're told to envision like our future self and who we want to be and what -hmm. going to look like and what that's going to feel like. And in a lot of my work, I I do different like visualizations, but she took it a step further and said, you know, think of that person that you want to be what's that look like? What's that feel like? But think about what you're going to have to do to get there. Like envision those, like envision staying in on a Saturday and working on your goals. Envision like saying no to a few fun things so that you can get your work done. And I thought that was super powerful because a lot of times we think like, oh, okay, like I'll just work on it when it's convenient and then everything will work out. And I I think there is some sort of sacrifice for, you know, anything that's meaningful in life. So I, I completely agree with everything you're saying, you know, sometimes it is like, you you really do have to sacrifice for, for what you want in the long run.
1: Do you feel like there's like a culture shift right now or something? Because like to even talk about goals or like talk about sacrifice, like feels kind of cringe in a way. Like I feel yeah. like people have like strongly rejected this and I kind of gave into that, but it made me feel like I, like I had such low self-worth because I am such a goal oriented person, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I was like listening to social media so much and people just being like, don't have goals. And I'm like, I feel like you have to have goals and you have to really sacrifice to get the things you want out of life. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know if that, maybe this is just my side of TikTok and <laughs> have you felt that at all? Yes.
0: Everything you say, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I really <completely laughs> feel that. And I have, I've been like, have had a weird relationship with goals throughout my life because like I mentioned earlier, it's like, I'm, I'm kind of that creative thinker. So then to get it down to concrete goals, it, it feels kind of wrong, but I agree like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, my side of TikTok too is a lot of like manifestation and different things like that. And something that I've, I've learned in the past few months about what I believe to be true about manifestation and just making your, you know, your dream life, your, your real life is you got to defi- define what that looks like and define goals, but also be gracious with yourself along the way. And they're fluid. Yeah my understanding of goals at a younger age was okay, you know, say it's lose 50 pounds. I I don't really love that, but it's a good analogy, like lose 50 pounds. And I'm going to sacrifice and do anything to like make that happen. But what happens when you're Mm -hmm. feeling healthy and strong and you're liking how you look and you've only lost 30 pounds, your goals should change in alignment with like you're changing. So I I think like you're saying, it's like figure out your goal, but you you're also allowed to like change your goals along the way yeah I I think it is weird because we're kind of living in this culture of you know don't have goals everything you want will just come to you and I I think you know (laughs) it's in alignment with your mindset shift and your actions
1: definitely one of my favorite things I've heard recently is uh, Carrie Washington she was on some panel and she was saying like you pray to catch the bus and then you run like hell to make sure you catch the bus like you don't pray to catch the bus and then stroll. Yes. She's like, you run like hell because that way if you miss it and then you know it wasn't your bus. So like if that way, if you miss it, you know it wasn't your goal, but like you actually are like, I mean, it's in the Bible too, like faith without actions or faith without works is dead. Like I feel like we, people are just really into the faith part, the manifestation part, mm-hmm. but like we have to work, we have to put effort behind our goals. And if you, you know, are working a job, you don't necessarily want to be working forever and you have this dream of something bigger. Or, you know, just something different, like you have to make sure that your actions align with that future lifestyle you have set for yourself. Yeah. Which is hard, I think, but I think, I think it's not meant to be easy.
0: Yeah, no, because if it was, then you wouldn't appreciate it when you have it.
1: Yeah, That's exactly. True.
0: I think <laughs> just, there's something, I like to call it inspired action. So whenever you have a goal in mind, or you have, I mean, you know, manifestation, I definitely believe is real because it. I believe manifestation with all my heart, but it it includes your mind and your actions in alignment. And that's where I struggled for so many years is, okay, I've done the thing where I just pray constantly and then nothing changes. And then I've done the thing where I strive so hard and I put all my efforts and action into it and then nothing happens. And it's not until the two like meet, where like radical change happens I feel like so yeah I love that quote too I heard it as well and I was like that that is like simply put so amazing and just a great way to live because we can't just sit and pray and hope for the best I think it's prayer and aligned action
1: and I feel like too if you like are visualizing this person that you want to show up as like your actions would have to dif- like they wouldn't look the same it will have to be different mm-hmm. Otherwise, like you wouldn't be becoming the person you're trying to become.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Your your life should look different if you're trying to be different.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Okay. So what tactical tips would you have for someone who is trying, like who has a nine to five and is wanting to start a side hustle? That's
0: a wonderful question. I definitely think, again, like I mentioned earlier, just start small. I think it can be so intimidating to think, you know, all the legal things. What am I going to have to do? How am I going to sacrifice or... It's very, very easy to get overwhelmed. So a really good first step is to write down what you want. So think big picture. What do you want it to look like? What do you want it to look like in a year? What do you want it to look like in six months? What do you want it to look like in one month? Okay, now how am I going to get there? And then I think having a real hard conversation with yourself where you're like, I'm not going to allow myself to get discouraged. I'm going to celebrate every single small thing. And what I mean by small things is you know, you think of a name for the company, that's something huge to celebrate, but also like you're just thinking about it. That's still something to celebrate. So I think have a clear vision, allow yourself to have some grace, and then carve out at least 10 minutes a day where you can build that habit of working on your business. So I think you have to incorporate consistency into your routine to some degree. It doesn't have to be one hour a day. It can be five minutes. It can be 10 minutes. It can be 30 minutes, but something that is consistent. So you can build that routine. And like you were talking about earlier, like with Pilates, like because you're going consistency, it builds that confidence. So that'll build confidence too. So that those would be my tips if you're trying to add, a you know, a, a side hustle into your nine to five.
1: That is perfect. I'm like taking notes mentally too. I, I, like I'm just getting back into goal setting so I haven't thought to do things like what do I want something to look like in a month versus six months like I haven't done that so that's a perfect example um you said you mentioned like celebrating the wins what are some ways like because I'm always like oh I don't want all my wins to be like I take myself out to eat or like something like that so like (laughs) what um what are some ways that you celebrate your wins
0: yeah no and no that's a, a wonderful question so for me it's just acknowledging them so if they're like, if it's a big milestone, so like a launch, I launched a website, I, I moved off Etsy onto a website and that was one of the days, like I went out to dinner with friends and went to the beach and did did something kind of, you know, actual an actual celebration. But whenever you're celebrating something small, so say it's been five days in a row where you have worked 10 minutes on your business, I think just acknowledging it. And if you're a person that's very visual, something else you can do is like make a little tally sheet or a calendar where you can like check off, I did whatever it is you're working on. So something just where you can acknowledge it and be like, oh, I'm proud of myself for doing that. And same whenever you're getting into a workout routine, that was something that I did whenever I first started like working out consistently is I printed out like um, a calendar for the month and it didn't have anything on it. Mm. And I would just highlight the days that I went. And I'm such a visual person. And I was like, three days a week, that's what I'm going to do. And I just loved highlighting the things. And even though it sounds cliche, that was like my way of celebrating. So something just super small, figure out what works for you, but like allow yourself to acknowledge your progress, even if it feels insignificant.
1: Oh my gosh. I love that so much because I feel like, for other people, like I'm all like on my team that I work with, like I'm always like acknowledging them, and like that feels like really good for me to do for them, and it feels good for them too. But I never think to acknowledge the things that I'm doing for myself. I'm just kind of always on to the next thing. So this yeah. is a really good reminder for me too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard whenever it's you because you like you're with you all the time, so it's easy to overlook it. But that's also something else you can do if you want to start really small with journaling is. Maybe in, instead of gratitude, or you can add on to that, you know, every single morning or night or whenever you do your journaling practice, it can be one thing you're grateful for and one thing you're proud of. And the one thing you're proud of can be as simple as like, I drank two glasses of water instead of one. So I, I think it's just learning to like, enjoy the process and not necessarily just like the huge things It has been like life changing for me over the past few years.
1: That is so beautiful. I want to ask now what when do you journal? Do you, are you a morning journaler or a night journaler? I'm
0: a, I'm a morning journaler. I have to just I wake up in my mind's like, oh, like we need to write it all down. <laughs> yeah. Around four o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, all right, I'm done. So I, I'm a morning journaler. What What do you feel like your goals would be if you get back into journaling?
1: So I have the five minute journal. <laughs> so yes. I think it would probably be to be consistent with the five minute journal. And I've also recently gotten into scripting, but I haven't been consistent with it. But I did, but I really liked it. I feel like I could see my mindset and like me. Being like more positive in my mindset, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like I, I had one of like my body is really toned, and I feel like my arms are starting to look more toned. Like yeah. when I look at them in the mirror, so I was like, I need to get back to that. Like I don't want to lose my tone arm. Nah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel that. like so many. <laughs> I feel like it's all mental. Like everything is just like a set, like such a mental game. Right. Like I could feel like crap one day, and literally the next day, just because I'm in a positive mood. Like I can. I just feel so much lighter and better.
0: Yes, it literally, your whole life is a mindset. It's just all a reflection of what goes on in the in our minds. It's crazy, but yeah, it's it's the consistency that's hard. It's like the little things that it's like, oh, okay, I'll just do it for five minutes, and it's like it's not the actual doing it part that's hard. It's the consistently doing it that's really hard. So I'm,
1: literally, I'm the
0: same way. I've tried starting new habits like over and over and over again, but then they'll finally click whenever you keep going up, going back to it.
1: <laughs> I've been thinking I need to habit stack it like mm-hmm. put it with something are you familiar with habit yeah. sta- stacking so I'm like maybe when I pull my workout clothes to like go to Pilates then I'll like journal then or something like that. like I'm like I need to tie it in with something else so what like on a habit I already have a, um, established yeah or do you do ha- habit stacking at all yeah
0: no I do as as you're saying that and that's kind of how I so I fill up my I have like this water bottle like this huge jug that I fill up every morning because if not I literally won't drink water so I brush my teeth
1: i know as i'm chugging my dirty chai right now i'm like i need to be drinking water
0: <laughs> no, it's, like balance. it's past like 8 a.m so the water's out the door but i wake up brush my, teeth, wash my face fill up my water bottle and then i journal so it's just like i have to instantly do it after i fill up the water bottle and i swear if i don't then I, it like doesn't happen
1: <laughs> do you know the size of your water bottle the ounces oh, it's a, it's a i'm whole just ounce. curious
0: it's a it's a- oh nice <laughs>
1: you do that every day? Yes.
0: I, well, also I'm like sitting at a desk pretty much all day. So I'll pour it into cups. I'm not like drinking out of the gallon, but (laughs) yeah. Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) That's really cool. How long have you been doing that for?
0: That I have been doing actually for almost like two and a half years. It's actually like what started my fitness journey. This is going to be like, I'll do it quickly. But how I say start small, it really came from all that. Like because I was just so inconsistent with my diet and my routine so one day I was like I'm just going to commit to drinking a gallon of water a day and then that went into workout classes and then it's just kind of evolved into like a whole different lifestyle so one little commitment to a gallon water bottle can change your life guys <laughs>
1: I mean you're saying stars you're saying starting small and then you like saying you're drinking a whole gallon of water but I- I hear you on that. I feel like I just got working out under hand, like under my belt. So now I'm gonna like focus on the diet because, like, I feel like trying to do two things at once is low key too much. Like it's, it can be overwhelming because it's it, they're, they're like the biggest habits, mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> like your diet. You do that like three times, maybe four, however many times a day. Three times
0: a day if you're me, and like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> challenging. Something that I heard the other day was, it was on another podcast, and it was just so refreshing. He was like, life is long. And it literally, I just made me, like, breath, breathe a air of relief because I think we're, like, convinced, like, we have to get it all done now. We're in our 20s. Like, figure it out. Hurry. Like, you need to be so successful within the next four years. And it's like, no, hopefully we, we live such a long life and we have time to establish all these habits, do all these things that we love, and just – allow yourself time to become that person, you know?
1: And that's such a beautiful reminder. Yeah, I feel like it's Forbes 30 under 30 or something like that, that has like kind of warped our brains into thinking we just need to like, and, and then it's like, okay, you make it to 30 and then it's like, what, you know, like, what do you do then? Mm-hmm. Like, I love, I love that life is so long and we have time to get it all
0: done. Yeah, and then he went on to say that, The most, you know, don't quote me on this, but this is what the podcast said, that the most successful startups average age is a 45 year old. And that was also so refreshing where I was like, I'm 25 right now. I have the remainder of my life. Hopefully, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed. But I think just remembering like you don't have to do it all in one day.
1: That makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, you started a business already. Like, think about how many other businesses you're probably going to start in that time frame Mm -hmm. and like how much experience and like you you're going to know so much by the time that you're 45 that it wouldn't have any other choice but to be successful like that's how I feel about it because of all the experience you would have up until that point
0: yep I know I thought that was really cool
1: well you talked a little bit about working out I was so curious to know like what is your wellness like what does wellness look like for you currently
0: yeah so I love that question um because it's it's taken me a while to get (laughs) here but I I move my body every single day. It looks a little bit different every day. I, how my fitness journey like started a few years ago is I started going to F forty five. Are you familiar with what that is? Mm-mm. It's hit workouts and it stands for functional forty five minutes. They're pretty intense, but it really worked out for me. I feel like similar to you and your Pilates, where I just like to go in. I don't like to think about anything. I just like to show up and you tell me what to do. So um, that helped me establish like a consistency. But it's kind of transitioned. I've gone to different gyms and different things over the time. But right now, um, I like to weight lift. So I do that about three to five times a week. But then on a daily basis, I just really try to make sure that I get fresh air, that I go for walks. And like I said earlier, just to move my body. So like, I try to stretch in the morning, because I am at a desk all day. So I, I try to yeah. walk, like mindful of, you know, making sure that I'm stretching and moving and Try to get up at least every hour. I know that other people probably think that's not a lot, but for me it, it works.
1: <laughs> no, that I think that's key. And so many of us are working from home now. Like I'm working from home most days. And I saw someone say like sitting is the new um cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Sitting is the new cigarettes. And that just made me so I got a standing desk, even though like I'm sitting right now. But yeah, I'm just trying to incorporate more movement throughout the day because that I'm I'm just like, well, the fact that so many of us are working from home now, I'm just so interested to see like the health impact of this uh-huh. like 10, 20, 20 years down the road. Um, so I'm so happy to hear you say that you like incorporate movement in. Do you have an Apple Watch? I'm just curious because yeah. you said every hour. Yeah,
0: I... I haven't worn it in like six months, but it is so helpful to help you stay like a reminder to stand up. Do you have one?
1: I do, but I'm kind of trying to break up with it. One, because I have this terrible tan. If you're watching, you can see, <laughs> see my tan. And then I, I feel like they ruin outfits. Like they don't look good with outfits.
0: Yeah, I can't lie. I'm, I'm not huge with like a cute outfit with an Apple Watch. I mean, a workout set and Apple Watch. Love it. But you know, if
1: you're yeah, at the wedding,
0: and you have your Apple Watch on. You don't know, hey, you gotta make sure you get your steps in there. But it's not my style.
1: It's so cringe. <laughs> so I've taken. I feel like it. It hurts my wrist or something. I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about it, but (laughs) I feel like I'm noticing a wrist issue with it or something like wearing it all the time. Yeah. No.
0: And if you're like doing weights too, I know some of the like weight movements I use, I'm like, I'm going to shatter this thing. So I think I'm tired I don't know where she is, but she's somewhere in here.
1: (laughs) Do you follow along with like a app or like, how do you come up with your workout?
0: Yeah. No, I actually work out with one of my friends. So she is like technically a personal trainer so I just have her kind of tell me what to do which is really really nice um that is really nice yes before that I literally just kept going to different gyms so well not it's not like I've gone to a bunch of different ones I went to F45 and then there's also a local gym called Hilo which I really really love because they have hit workouts but they also have yoga so I kind of got into that
1: oh dope really
0: helped me kind of on my mindfulness journey too because it's just so crazy the contrast of where I started versus where I'm now like when I graduated in 2019 and was struggling to find a job, like the last thing I wanted to do was be still and sit my thoughts. And now that's like what I'm encouraging everyone to do. So yeah, yoga has been super cool.
1: Yeah, I work for a yoga instructor and you would think I would practice it more, but I do not. And so every time I see her, I'm like, I need to practice this. I feel
0: like Pilates kind of has like an essence of yoga, but I don't think that's true now that I'm thinking through that. Do you feel like they can compare at all?
1: I feel like they have some similar aspects, but it doesn't have the mindfulness part, even though like if I'm in a really tough posture, like I do feel like I there's no I just can't think about anything else other than the pain of it. Versus like when you're sitting in yoga, like you you can let your thoughts come and go. It's like all I can think about is the pain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else relates to that, but but I have been finding um people who incorporate mindfulness into their Pilates. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking of taking a, well, I'm not thinking, I'm taking a Pilates teacher training in November. And so I think once I start doing class, like offering teachings and things like that, then I'll, try to incorporate mindfulness because I feel like the two are so like such a powerful combination
0: oh my god yeah and that is so freaking exciting I heard you mention (laughs) one of your other podcasts how you were thinking about that but that is so cool yeah you're gonna thrive in that and I think that would be awesome if you could incorporate some sort of mindfulness or something because I hear you like when you're in a posture or doing literally anything physical where you're in pain I don't know how anybody else can think about anything like that's It's so if you can incorporate like some lightness in there too, I think that would be amazing. Congratulations, that's so exciting!
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I found one and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go for it, like how you are. You're just like, let's just go for it, let's see what happens. All gas, no brakes, (laughs) literally. Okay, well, I think I've come to the end of my questions, but I did have one more actually. Um, so a new segment I'm like trying to launch on the podcast is like asking either myself or guests like what are we fostering in our lives currently Mm -hmm. just like a play on the name of the show so i like to ask what are you fostering
0: oh i love that that. it's like i want you to go first because i don't know (laughs) oh okay
1: i'll go first what am i fostering i should i'm fostering journaling consistently
0: (laughs) that's what i'm gonna foster
1: but uh journaling and scripting are are they kind of one in the same would you say i feel
0: like you can incorporate both of them i think Yeah, I think you can put both of them in. When I talk about journaling, it can be like two different things. It can be like intentional journaling where you're doing a lot of self-reflection or kind of like, I think if you just do your journaling practice, they could definitely be the same thing. But let's call them two different things because it sounds more impressive. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay cool <laughs> so yeah journaling and scripting are the two maybe I should go with your advice I should probably just start small so maybe just journaling and then we'll add scripting in later
0: yeah no I love that and then you can have it stack them yes Um. okay what am I fostering I think I'm fostering more grace for myself I, I know mm-hmm. that's not as I can't really you know measure that so much but I a lot of times I'm like oh I need to be doing this 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 and this and I think like taking my own advice of celebrating my small wins and just being gracious on my journey of like pursuing whatever I want out of life and yeah so I think that that's the thing that I'm striving for
1: that is so beautiful and you're killing it like I I, if y'all don't already go follow Savannah on TikTok Her TikToks are so great (laughs)
0: I'm like obsessed with everything that you post. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm obsessed with everything that you're doing too. And I'm so happy that TikTok brought us together. Yes, TikTok brought us together. I'm obsessed. <laughs>
1: okay, well, where can people find you? Where can they support? Yeah,
0: so my website is myretreatco.com, and that's where you can find everything. Um, I have four free journals for you all. Um, They're guided journals and they're perfect if you're looking to get into journaling or you've been journaling for years. Um, And then you can find me on Instagram at retreatcojewelry and I, I post like everything on there. So I would love to connect. I love meeting new people and talking. So feel free to shoot me an email or a DM and we should connect.
1: Yes. Please connect with Savannah. Let her be a resource to you. I'm definitely about to go download
0: these journals
1: because <laughs> I feel like it's hard to find any free offerings when it comes to journaling. So the fact that you have a free offering is just really beautiful and speaks so much to your intention to really wanting to help people.
0: Aww, thank you. Yeah. They've all really helped me and I tried to make them pretty. So it was a little less painful to get it started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is the key. You said you're a visual girl. So I'm visual too.
0: I love it. Well, it has been so great talking to you today and I really appreciate your time and can't wait to stay connected.
1: Thank you so much, Savannah. You have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you who takes the time to listen and support this podcast. Other ways you can support are by rating this podcast five stars sharing it with a friend and liking and subscribing if you're watching on youtube I hope you have a great rest of your day and i'll see you in the next one